Hey there, you're listening to the Aligned Women Podcast, the original podcast for women in chiropractic. If doing all the things you were told to do to grow your practice have left you overwhelmed and exhausted, you're in the right place. I'm Dr. Danielle Eaton, the founder of Aligned Women. We help women in chiropractic who are just like you to grow profitable practices without sacrificing being present with your family. If you're done with spinal screenings and health fears, want more time freedom, more money in your bank account, and a practice that you love without sacrificing your health, be sure to grab the Aligned Chiropractors Survival Guide at AlignedChiroSurvivalGuide.com. Now, sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy today's episode. Hello, everyone. I am here today with Dr. Aaron Waveland. Dr. Aaron, thanks so much for joining me and taking time out of your schedule. You've just opened a new practice, which we'll talk more about in a bit. So this is a busy time for you. And I would just love for us to get started with you sharing a bit more about who you are and what led you to a career in chiropractic. Let's start there. Great question. Thanks, Dr. Danielle, for having me on. So I grew up in a small town of Ohio, and that says enough about me right there. You know, big dreams, small town. I think that the initial thought of chiropractic care didn't really enter my mind until I saw my brother open his practice in our small little town. And so I had the opportunity to work for him when I was in high school. I was his little front desk gal and helped out on Saturdays. Got some good hands-on experience seeing how powerful chiropractic was and how it changed people's lives and just how it improved people's quality of lives, you know, more than just pain, but just betterment as a whole especially where we grew up, people didn't have that access to that one-on-one care with a lot of providers. So that was what kind of jolted my interest. And then I went off to college at Ohio State, was on the standard pre-med track as I thought I wanted. But then I soon saw that that medical path just wasn't for me, partially just due to the hustle and bustle. But, you know, of course, there's many reasons why we as chiropractors kind of move away from that medical orientation. So Towards the end, I was like, I want to help people. How do I get my hands on helping people? So I decided to go to National University out in Lombard, started there shortly after I graduated from Ohio State. And then from there, the rest is history. (laughs) I'm a proud Buckeye, moved to the Midwest, moved to Chicago for a while. And um, now I'm in Florida. Big change. What took you to Florida? This is you, my husband. I love him, but it's his fault. No, I'm just joking. So uh, after school, I was in the Chicagoland area for a couple of years, worked as an associate for a couple of practices. My brother and his wife, they invited me the opportunity to come work as an associate for their practice back in Ohio. So I was there the last three years, but Florida kind of started calling our name when my husband realized his career wasn't going to go very far in Ohio. He's in a very different industry, but we needed a larger city and a larger um, metropolitan area for him to be for what he does. And so when COVID changed his landscape with his career, we said, this is our chance. Thank you for all the experiences and all the memories that we've had with family, but we need to write our own chapter. And so we chose the Tampa area because it's beautiful and sunny and it's a great market for both of our careers. So that's why we're yeah. here. Definitely difference from Ohio. That's oh, yeah. for sure. How long have you been in Florida now? Six weeks. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So it might be a little too early for you to really gauge this, but I'm curious, like, how is the vibe around chiropractic and and natural health different from a small town in Ohio to a bigger city in Florida? Well, that's part of the reason that I felt like this was such a good career move for us. And I, I say this with as much respect as I can, because everybody finds their own niche serving different populations. But I felt as though I didn't quite jive with the practice 
goals that people had when they came into our practice in Ohio. It was very pain-centered. It was very patient-dependent-centered. Like, there was just not a lot of... um, not a lot of opportunity to help educate people for the long run. I felt like I just didn't quite dive with a lot of the goals that the patients had. I guess I'll say it that way. So that was a beautiful transition because here in Florida, there is a very large difference in the community that we are in, in the Tampa Bay area. It is just abundantly clear how much people value their health and their overall well-being. Not only do we have access to a lot of recreational activities just because of the nature of where we live in the climate, but also the culinary diversity, the overall sense of wanting to be happy and vibrant and well is so much more visible here. And I don't want to blame it on the climate, but I think it has a lot to do with that. People just have a different goal when they live in a sunny place year round. They want to be more active and be more positive versions of themselves. So it's definitely visible. Cool. So you got your practice started once you moved to Florida. What has been the biggest surprise for you in the process of opening your own practice? You know, it's funny. They tell you this in school that patients aren't just going to walk in your door, but you still think that they just will. But no, they really don't. I would say the biggest surprise that I have had is that no matter where you go, there's somebody already doing what you're doing. And I've had to still even more finely narrow down my ideal patient avatar and my niche practice and kind of find a way to streamline all of those tools and modalities and things that I have into really just one or two ways to really make myself shine. So that has been the biggest eye-opening experience. I know I have awesome training, awesome experience. I have a huge passion to help people, but they don't know that. I have to show that to them. And so to step out of my comfort zone and really have to become the visibility, become the brand of my business has been the biggest change. Normally I have people come in, they like me, great, stay as a patient. I know that I have to put on my best game face and really educate them about why they deserve to feel better and why they deserve good quality service from somebody. So that's the biggest change. Awesome. Well, how do you feel about how things are going in your practice so far? Pretty Um, good. I'm six months in is like time that you're either feeling, yeah, really good or you're feeling like, oh my gosh, did I make the right decision? <laughs> it depends on the day. <laughs> so I've had my doors open for four weeks now. The first two weeks was just trying to get into our house and get to know our community. And now that I have established patient hours, things are going pretty well. I definitely am responsible for better time management on my part. I have been pretty uh, hitting the ground with a lot of the principles that were in the Align Marketing Essentials group whether it's um, lifestyle marketing or relationship marketing, or I've been trying to, you know, kind of pick off little parts of each box from all those different categories. But for the most part, I am steady. I am covering most of my expenses. <laughs> and oh, that's I am, amazing. yes, and I'm helping the people that are coming in the door, not just come in for this really cheap introductory offer and never see you again. Like I really do want to make long lasting impressions on my patients. So at this point, I'm focusing on quality over quantity. And I think that I will succeed when I do that. Awesome. Congratulations. That's a great start. You're covering your expenses just a few weeks. Yeah, I mean, not all of them, you know, but but the fact that I can say I made X dollars and this was my overhead and they're pretty stinking close for the first four weeks. So thank you. And that you even know what they are because so many business owners are just hiding, burying their heads in the sand, not paying attention to that information. Yeah. And it's so stressful when you don't know really the status of your business finances. Mm -hmm. I know it can be scary to look at. 
but it's even scarier when you don't know that information. So yeah. high five. I think that was, <laughs> thank you. That was one thing I definitely took away from the whole process was when I took your part-time mini practice course that really helped me hone in on what are the things I need? What are the things I don't really need? And where are my goals financially? So I, I cannot advocate for that little mini course enough. That was really, really helpful. Just kind of understanding how you need to structure your practice to be successful with your financial goals. But I did apply for an SBA loan and going through that whole process, they make you give so many projections. So I think that also was a good indication of where I could trim back a little bit on my finances so that I could just keep, I mean, I'm a low overhead right now. I don't have anybody working for me. So as of right now, I am a one man show and that's okay until I feel more comfortable to be up some of my finances elsewhere. But knowing where you're coming in from a financial perspective is really important. Absolutely. Yes. Awesome. All right. You mentioned that you took the Align Marketing Essentials course that must've been earlier this year. So it's it's funny (laughs) because I feel like time is such a strange thing lately. It's like sometimes time feels like it's going by slowly and other times it feels like it's going by so quickly. And some things that felt like just last week were actually months ago and vice versa. <laughs> so it was either March or May when you enrolled in the course. It was May. What did you learn from the course that you've, that you've been able to apply to your new practice? I would say of all of the topics, because there were a lot and I definitely took them at a good pace that I could absorb them. Keep in mind, I wasn't running a business then. So this was my only focus for a while. But I would say Mm -hmm. the biggest takeaway in the first half of the course was honing in on that ideal patient and really identifying the target market that you want to serve. And now that I am here, I see how important that is. Like I mentioned earlier, there are probably 12 to 14 chiropractors in my exact zip code. And it is a largely densely populated area. But the good news is that I did my market research ahead of time and saw that I had a combination of services that were not yet provided to this area. So I think having been able to lay those foundations months ago gave me a better direction where I wanted to put my time and energy now that I actually was here. And I did have the advantage of having a couple months of time ahead of schedule to make some of those connections, but I did. And so when I got here, I knew exactly the people I wanted to meet with. I knew exactly the professionals that I wanted to get to know. And that was huge versus taking months to do that when I was physically here and trying to firm up business. So that was probably one of the biggest things that I appreciated was knowing where to put my time and energy when I got here physically. Another enjoyable thing that I really appreciated was the importance of lifestyle marketing because as a mom, that is very easy to forget. And those are things that I view as self-care, but I would never have planned in my schedule if I hadn't been encouraged to do so. So instead of being angry at my husband for golfing more than I'm exercising, I'm saying, here's my time that I'm going. When's your time that you're going? And so we made it pretty uh, clear from the get-go that we both need that independent time to work on our businesses, work on ourselves, and make those relationships on a personal level. I have said those exact same words that, you know, I was angry with my husband about how much time he was spending playing golf. And that's been a thing ever since we had our first child together, who is almost 10. And I've learned to like, it's never actually been about golf. It's always been about me not taking time for myself and feeling resentful about that, but then being angry at him for doing the exact thing that I knew I needed to be doing for myself that I didn't really want to do because I felt guilty doing it. Just a big, vicious cycle. Someone recently said to me, the time that he spends on the golf course is his grounding time. And I was like, oh, that's it. 
that's like, I was like, okay, that's it. That's why he loves to be out there. It's, it just like reframed the whole thing for me in just those few simple words. And I was like, oh yeah. So those are not words that he would use to describe what he's like, why he loves golf, but it made sense to me. It just really flipped my perspective and reminded me that I also need to be grounding in the ways that feel in alignment for myself. So, yeah. I'm glad that you mentioned being a mom and making time for yourself. And I would also add to that within the realm of lifestyle marketing, you can be a mom, you can take your child with you to things. And that counts as (laughs) lifestyle marketing as well. It's about making those connections and getting out into the community. If that means taking your child with you, then so be it. Now, of course, in the pandemic era, not everyone's going to be comfortable with that. And that's your call. So just about not being a victim to circumstances, but looking at where you can take action and what you can do that fits into your life. I totally agree. And I have taken advantage of that. Yes. It definitely takes a mindset shift though, because it's very easy to get negative. You feel overwhelmed. You feel exhausted. You feel gypped. You know, you just feel like the scale is tipped, not in your favor sometimes when we have these tiny humans that require so much time and attention from us. But if nothing else, my daughter is making friends for me because she likes to talk to people and go up to random strangers. And at least I have an intro to a conversation then. Or just relatability. I think that the people that have found me so far in the months that I've been here are people going through exactly what I'm going through. Not saying that I know what I'm doing, but at least that we can relate on that level. And that makes me very easy to get to know as another provider and people trust me for that. So that's an advantage, I think. Yeah. It can be, it really can be an advantage. Okay. So your practice is brand new. It's like a newborn baby, but oftentimes, you know, just like birthing the baby, your whole perspective changes, your brain rewires and you look back and you're like, whoa, if only I had known this before now. So I'm curious what you would want to share with someone who's maybe in a similar position. They're working as an associate or they've taken time off of practice to focus on their family and they're thinking about starting their own practice. They don't really want to go back to doing things the way that they had done them before. So that's a big motivator for starting their own practice, but they're terrified to do it. What would you want to say to that person right now? Well, although I am not doing it successfully hundred percent, I am doing it and I am happy. So I think the key is that there's always some roadblock that we can create for ourselves Um, I heard a quote once that said, everything you want is on the other side of uncomfortable. And that has stuck with me for forever. So that conversation that you don't want to have with yourself, the conversation you don't want to have with your partner or your spouse about finances, that conversation you don't want to have with your boss about leaving, the conversation you don't want to have with a patient that you have to try to sell a, a treatment plan to, anything that you can do because you know it's the right reason for you or for your family or for the person that you're looking at in the face. If it's the right thing, because you know it is, then it's going to create great outcomes for them. But I think in my perspective, just know that if you have the right heart and you have the right intentions, I think it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, you can check in with me in six months and see if I'm still doing okay. (laughs) Um, But in retrospect, I would do it all the same. I would do maybe a little bit more managed structure with my time. You know what I mean? Maybe saying I'm chunking away two hours for social media. I'm chunking away two hours for in-person conversations, you know, maybe being a little bit more intentional with that. But given the circumstances, maybe I couldn't have done that. So I can't go back. Everything's going just fine for me right now. 
So I have a lot to be thankful for. And my takeaway is that it will be okay. As long as you put the good out there in the world, it'll come back. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. All right. My last question for you is similar, but different specifically in regards to a line marketing course. How would you help someone else decide if the course is the right fit for them? I'd say, how many years was it since you took any marketing course? <laughs> That's a really good <laughs> If it's been more than probably, one, probably like my whole lifetime. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I don't want to. I don't. If anybody's listening to this, I'm just going to take a minute. Amber Hodges at National passed away recently, and that man was our marketing business teacher. I am heartbroken when I heard that he passed away. I like honestly started crying. So if you're from National and you know who Bruce Hodges is. Send a little prayer for his family right now because I think they're hurting. But that man is the only person that ever taught me anything about business in my entire life. And I will say he helped me create a pretty good business plan that I could reconstruct when I actually went into practice. So that being said, I think a business course in the current state that we are in is crucial to streamline your time and your energy because there's so many ways to market but there's only so many ways to market successfully and time effectively. Yeah. And if you are a mother listening to this, you get this. You have to be intentional with your time that you actually do have. So I really appreciated the way that the course was broken down and structured at your own pace. But not only that, but in chunks of content that were one at a time, it was really easy to follow. And I really am glad that I took it. So I think that the answer to your question is, if you're starting out and need any support from a female perspective, from a parent perspective, from a new business perspective, this is the way to go. I really, really couldn't thank you enough. Awesome. I'm so glad that things are going so well for you. Like I said, before we started recording, the last time we talked, you hadn't moved yet. You hadn't opened a practice yet. And we were just kind of like in that phase of what can you do now to help optimize things so that when you do get to Florida, you know, you've got some momentum going when you open your new practice. So I'm glad to hear that things are going well. Yeah. All is well, and it will continue to be well. And that's my positive mantra for the day, right? Yes. And those motivational (laughs) things that I'm supposed to be saying to myself every day. I don't always write them down, but I do say it out loud in the car. That really helps. (laughs) Yeah. I think they actually have more power when you say them out loud, but for most of us, it's so awkward saying things out loud to ourselves that writing them down is a easier mm-hmm. first step. So you've graduated from writing them down to saying them out loud. My toddler listens to them. She's pretty good. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again. Thank you for having me. Thank you again for joining me for this episode of the Aligned Women podcast. If you love this show, please share your favorite episode with another woman in chiropractic. Think of your classmates and the woman who practice near you. Is there one who you know is tired, overwhelmed, exhausted, or just burned out? If so, let her know about the Aligned Women podcast right away. And if you love what you hear on this show and want more insight into Aligned Women's proven method for women in chiropractic on how you can have more time freedom and more financial freedom, how you can build a practice full of the right patients, not just more of them, and how you can feel confident that you're making the impact you were born to make as a chiropractor. Be sure to grab the Aligned Chiropractors Survival Guide at AlignedChiroSurvivalGuide.com. Thanks again for listening and see you next week.